right, Jenna Cameron, John Ritchie from Parks Casino, beautiful sports book here in Ben Salem. And you can hop aboard the phone lines as always and join us. You can also get involved with the show Life Advice with the Hammer 1130. What do you need help with? Get that scenario in Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. I'll steer you uh, in the direction of uh, hopefully some good advice coming up at 1130. Plus, you can get involved with the show without calling in just by voting on the Twitter poll question of the day, which is brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. So learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's question, who wins the playoff game this weekend? A, the Giants, or B, those Minnesota Vikings. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. I'll tell you a team that might win a playoff game this year. Might win a playoff game this year. I can't believe I'm about to say it. I probably shouldn't say it, but I'll say it. The Flyers might win a playoff game. Whoa. Guys, the Flyers are seven points out of a playoff spot. One six to seven, man. Six of seven. I know. And James, looking at the standings this morning, they've only played 42 games, which means they're halfway through the year. I mean, there's still half a season to go. So is and it they're still... obviously playing much better than yeah, earlier, exactly. too. Things Look, do I up. expect the Flyers to make the playoffs? No. But a team that, as recently as three weeks ago, seem to be one of the all-time worst Flyers teams in the, I don't know what it is at this point, 55-year history of the franchise, whatever it's been. I mean, they actually have climbed into one more win in their in, their in playoff contention, and, and maybe even now. So anyway, good job with the Flyers. We'll see where they can take it. 215-592-9494. By the way, speaking of where you can take it, tomorrow at 1230, we'll take it to Stephen A. Smith. That's right, Stephen A. Smith will join us on the show tomorrow at 1230. He's got a new book out. Obviously, we'll cover the gamut with him from the Eagles to the Sixers and much more. He's led a fascinating life. He put together an uh, autobiography. And uh, we'll talk to him about his book and the Philadelphia sports scene. That's tomorrow. Stephen Ed joins us. Well, actually, he might, when he finds out he's coming on with you, then he might say, no, I'm not doing that interview. I, I wonder if, I, I don't know, I wonder if he thinks back to that ever. I wonder if he remembers he that we remembers. worked together. He probably knows. You know, like those early morning uh, prep meetings with Skip and Stephen A. And, and you were in them? Yeah. Oh, well, then he knows you. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope. Oh, he knows you. I certainly remember him. Wow. Uh, I see him <laughs> yeah. everywhere. He's ubiquitous. He is incredible, man. He is something else. Yeah, so Stephen A. tomorrow at 1230. Looking forward to that. Howard asking noon today. Life advice with the hammer at 1130. Let's go to the phones. Talk to Paul in Downingtown. What's going on, Paul? Hey, good morning, boys. Great show as usual again today. So I, I, I've been thinking about the Sirianni, and he just he's almost like a politician. The guy can speak for five minutes and not say anything. And, um, you know, I, I think some of what he's doing with Hurts, he's just being cagey. I think if um, we look at his track record in terms of trying not to give the opponent anything or almost being paranoid about, you know, what it is his words might be giving away, now, this guy's the top. I mean, I, I haven't met anybody, um, you know, outside of, of, of the world of politics that, that, that is just so good at double speak and talking nonsense. I'm pretty, and, good. I'm pretty good at it, though. you got to admit. <laughs> well, you do want to run for president. But uh, <laughs> listen, um, so, yeah, you have a, you know, you got, you got a foot in the right direction there. there but, go. so, I mean, I think that there is a lot of gamesmanship here. And, and of course, you know, we don't know how hurt Jalen is. And a lot of what I think uh, or, or I'm about to say about Jalen Hurts is predicated on the fact I truly believe we're going to be playing the Giants. Um, I, uh, I, I I think that, you know, Sirianni keeps things close to the vest, so there's going to be things, whatever team it is, you know, in, in my case, I'm saying the Giants, there's going to be looks and plays and things that they saw that they earmarked, um, that they haven't exploited yet, that they're, they're going to look to exploit. 
And yeah. I also think Jalen Hurts, you know, he, he had that game that knocked the rust off a, a little bit. And uh, I think as the game progresses um, and we go through the playoffs, I'm not going to say it's going to be exactly like Nick Foles, but give the guy a half to warm up and see what happens and see if we don't have the guy that, that, that you know, we've come, uh, you know, to kind of enjoy and expect uh, for, the, for the rest of the playoffs. Because, um, you know, I, I know his track record in big games is a little iffy, but he's a grown man now. He looks at football Oh, he is. No, that's people true. Build, people yep. build on those things. He's, a, he's different than last year. failure to, to, to get to success. And I don't know anybody that's hungrier, more humble, and more ready for success than this young man. I, and, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all in on him. I, I think he's going to do really well, and I, I look for the Eagles to, to have a, a nice run in the playoffs and, and a big win in a couple weeks. All right, Paul, give me a great answer, man. A title within a title. I'm kind of goofy, but how about uh, Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. You got it. Lord one, of the yeah. Rings will work right there. So that's again, That's a great answer. And, you know, his point, that's a good one. Nick Sirianni is always trying to throw, you know, like smoke screens out there. And if they have, you know, discussed, hey, there, there's a real possibility that the Giants are a better team than the Vikings. And we'd be playing the same team two weeks in a row. The Giants, we can lull them into a sense of complacency. You know, with the possibility that we'll play them if they think we're going to play it the same way because Jalen is hurting like hell, then they can, you know, send all sorts of extra defenders and blitz them and 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 we can take full advantage of that because Jalen will be healthy. Well, listen, I mean, is that possible? Sure, that is possible. Is it also just possible and in all likelihood more reasonably possible that he's actually just injured? Yeah, that's what I think. Let's listen to what Ray Dittinger had to say. John asked Ray yesterday about the hurt situation. You can tell Ray has a pretty strong level of concern. Here's Ray yesterday with John's question. Ray, how much does it hurt our postseason chances if this offensive coaching staff decides to stay in protect Jalen Hurts mode in the postseason games? Well, it changes everything, you know, and that's when, you know, to Joe's, to Joe's question about how concerned are you, yeah, I'm concerned because I don't know what – I don't know what they're – I guess there's two ways of phrasing the question. I, I don't know what they're going to do, but I don't know what they're capable of doing given yeah. Hertz's current condition. Yeah. You know, because after the game on Sunday, um, you know, I was watching the postgame shows and listening to the conversation, and um, people kept saying, well, you know, Jalen's rusty. You know, he's, you know he, looked, he looked rusty. You'd expect him to look rusty. And I said, well, you know, there's rust and there's injury. You know, the rust you can get rid of. The injury you can't. Mm-hmm. And to me, when I was watching him, to me it was more a matter of uh, the guy's hurt as opposed to just being rusty. Now, as a coaching staff, if they try and play the style of play that they got by with this past week against the Giants JVs, I don't think they can I don't think they can win uh, the whole thing. Wow. You know, um, because you have to have you have to have the element of Hurts running the football to make the whole offense complete. Mm-hmm. If you try look, when you, I went back and I looked at the game and he threw the ball okay. He threw the ball. He didn't look hampered in throwing the ball, I didn't think. I mean, he threw the ball okay. Yeah. The big difference was he just didn't have the running component to his game. But if you take that away and you try and make him try and play the way he played on Sunday, then I don't know how far you can go. Because you need that element of the offense to be the team that you were during the season when you were piling up the W's. Look, we'll see, guys. I mean, it wouldn't be an Eagles season if there wasn't some consternation. And <laughs> the reality is... This thing was unnaturally smooth for three and a half months. And as it got near the finish line of the regular season, all of a sudden you remembered what it's like to be an Eagles fan where it gets tough and it gets tight. And there's a certain degree. I don't want to call this a controversy, 
it's not a controversy, but there's we just we wonder what's really the truth, where do things lie, and where is it headed related to his injury? I I don't think I, I don't think there's that much wonder going on. Oh, I, I think I, oh, you I underestimate. Disagree. I disagree. You so underestimate how much two weeks really really means for a, a professional football athletic training staff and a, and a group of doctors who know exactly what they need to do to help a guy get better from an injury that he was capable of playing with you know prior to the two weeks rest starting he played with an injury it doesn't feel like he took any hits where he stayed down extra long no, or, or where you know he no, was right. banged up there there was one hit and it, they were actually called. The Giants were called for it. It was at 44. I forget his name. He's their fourth cornerback. Came on a blitz and hit him after he oh, threw yeah, it yeah, in yeah. the back. And yep. I was so upset yep. that uh, that that happened. But got right back up from it. That was a great sign for me. And and just the the ability of an athletic training staff to get a guy who is not right right enough to play. They they just the key here is that they're just willing to risk him it because that's what allows this offense to be great and i think they will be because i know they they know they have to be willing to risk him. well we'll see i mean we'll see how it goes we'll see what everyone thinks today as far as your level of concern with hurts by the way hurts will speak later and we'll, we'll see later today what he says about and I, I don't expect him to give a detailed answer and if anything he'll probably just brush it aside but uh you know we'll try to i'm interested to hear what he says i am too I've, uh, you know, in, after the, the game, the Giants game, I thought it was really interesting how annoyed he seemed with everything, with everything being focused on his, you know, health and, and everything else. Uh, he was, like, a little more short with, with the, the media. You know, this is, this is working on him. It is what it is. I mean, welcome to being the quarterback of the Eagles because, you know, you're under a huge microscope. Let's talk to Jeff in Wilmington. Jeff, you're on WIP. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hey, Jeff. All right. So, on one hand, John is concerned with the overall play of the team the last four weeks and has doubt. And now Joe is doubting whether the quarterback is even going to be able to play at any kind of level that would get us a win. Well, what are we not, doing not necessarily against the Giants, per se, but – it gets a lot harder quickly. And if he can't give them the full go, this is, I think, what Ray's point was. If you listen to how Ray framed it, I think what Ray was basically saying is they could probably beat the Giants with, a, you know, Jalen plays, but it's not the full go. But once you start playing San Francisco, Buffalo, or Kansas City, right. they're going to need the full go, Jalen. Now, granted, to John, then John's point, well, then that's another week, and then that's uh, two more weeks. So, you know, I'm just saying I think it's yeah. – I think it's a real enough situation that concern is warranted. I don't think it's that bad. I think Sirianni is, again, playing the, you know, talking out both sides of his mouth thing to not lead on that there's anything wrong or to try to throw and you know, throw him off the scent, so to speak. I, I, I that would fit. That would rest, fit his mo. Yeah, that, you know, like and trying that, to be deceptive to some degree. That's what I'm hanging my hat on. I, yeah, I mean, man, that's you know. next level. I, I I know he does that, but now now it's now the strategy is. I just want to make sure I got this right. Now the strategy is, let's oversell how injured the quarterback is. Yes. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I. 
I get conspiracy I mean, theories, but that's a unique one. That's no, I don't. I don't call it a conspiracy theory. It's well, just it's your teams, teams do this all the time, you know. Uh, and hey, look, it's playoff time, man. You got to get every advantage you can get. Uh, I, I guess. Had an injury. I don't know. All right, Jeff, give me a, give me a big answer, man. Something that uh, has a title and a title. King of Queens. The King of Queens mm-hmm. is Double. a good answer, right there. It's a yes. good show. Well, it's not a great it is, show. It doesn't get talked about a lot, but it, but a really a solid show. Solid. I've never seen it. Really? You no, probably like it. I've never seen an episode. Ever wow. seen Doug Heffernan? Yeah. And what was her name? Uh, Leah Re- Leah Ramini. Her name right. in the show was um, oh Carrie. 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 Yeah. No, she was good, and then, and it had what Seinfeld. No, George's dad, right? Yeah, Frank Costanza is, uh, or you know, the guy who played Frank Costanza. He pretty Jerry much Stiller. shifted from one show to the next. Really. Yeah, he's in that one a lot. Like he's one of the main characters of King of Queens, where he's yeah. only in like certain episodes of Seinfeld. But yeah, absolutely. Let's talk to. Uh, to bu- 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 let's go to uh, Jacob right now. Jacob, you're on WIP. Hey guys. Hi, Jacob. Um, I wanted to talk about the Flyers. How about Travis Konechny, man? Man, that guy. Dude, dude might get 50 is, goals this year. He's a star. He's a stud. He needs to be on the team. He needs to build around that guy. Everyone well, they will. About- I mean, it's about, it's about time that one of these young prospects, and he's not even that young anymore, but actually shows, you know, like really high-end potential because others have floundered. Easy. Thank God they got him. Honestly, lucked out with uh, – Pretty sure they got him in the 2015 when the Bruins had three draft picks in a row and they skipped over a bunch of top guys like Konechny. And um, he's just out of this world good. Thank God. I was worried they were trading this offseason or last offseason. Who knew we might be rebuilding and everything. Yeah. And by the, by the time at the end of this season, I don't think we'll make the playoffs. I saw a stat. Um, we need to be – we need to win – I think it was like 40 out of our last 42 games just to be on pace with the Penguins. And they're on pace for 99 points just to do that. Well, yeah, I but mean, they don't need to win 40, 40 out of 42 to make the playoffs. They're only seven points back. Well, the, the Penguins <laughs> 40 are on pace John, you think the Flyers are about to win 40 out of 42? Uh, no. Let's go 40 and it's 2 in the next 42. You know, the Capitals, <laughs> the Capitals were really on a roll, though, like prior to that game. Uh, that was a good win. Was, that was something. That was a, that was a they solid like win. Thirteen two and two, heading yeah, into that okay. game. And the rare hat trick these days. You don't you don't get many Flyers hat tricks anymore. One's an empty net. Right, well, right. All right, Jacob. Give me a great answer, man. A title within a title. That would great Gatsby work. So no. boy, this gets into a tricky territory. No, no, it wouldn't. That's not tricky either. Yeah, it's not tricky at all. How is that? What do you mean? Here, Gatsby is not a title. We're not here, asking guys, for the name of a character. Hold We're on. asking for it could be ubiquitous. Hold on. Hold on. Here's where it gets tricky. What happens, James, in the final one minute of The Great Gatsby? On, t- on the movie, and I believe it's the same thing in the book. The very end of the book or the movie, what happens? It doesn't matter. Right? Hold on. Hold on. What, no, I'm going to tell you what happens. I'm going to tell you what happens. What happens is the, the guy that's gone into the mental institute i forget his name but played by uh, leo's friend in real life what's his name toby mcguire right in the movie so he's talking to the psychologist and he's been recounting the story about gatsby and he's been telling it by writing it and at the very end he writes the title of the book within the movie or the book and it's called the great gatsby 
Yeah, but that's so, not what we're asking for today. I'm we're just saying it's a title a of a book. It's a title of a book within a book. It is another it's way, a different way yeah, to I guess. view this. Sure. I mean, you see what I'm saying? That's why I'm asking. Yeah. You know, he said I mean, a title in a title, not a title in a movie. I mean, it's literally a title within a title. It is. Kind of. It's a title in a movie. Well, kind of is either there's either a yes or a no. I mean, I think it's more. I think you're being stubborn here, James. Right? No, John, this I'm, is one of those things being stubborn. John, because John's giving me the affirmative look. He doesn't want to say it on the air. <laughs> John, would you just tell Seltzer he's being stubborn? He's got I mean, almost salty Seltzer here now. Look, almost. We, almost. We, no. like, we like. We like. that much, dude. We like when the deal. side topics are are viewed with uh, an open mind, and and that is technically a title in a title. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I might vote for it. Let's go to John right now. What's up, John? Hey, what's going on? How are you, pal? Hi, John. Oh, thank you. Hey, uh, I'm just telling John, John, I'm with you on your side with Hurt. I don't think there's nothing wrong with him. And that guy next to you, Joe, I don't know if he's a Philadelphia lover or not, but he's sure a negative person on your show, brother. Who's that? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got right next to you. Is his name You? Joe? Me? Yeah. How am I negative, man? I think his name's Joe. John, I was wearing a Phillies uniform during the playoffs to try to create some positive, you know, momentum here. I mean, how, how am I the bad guy? Because you have no faith in Jalen Hurts. I have plenty of faith in Jalen Hurts. I just hope they get the full go of him. I've been coaching football for 47 years, dog, and Phillies Woo. and football is different. Yeah. I mean, let me, let me ask you a question. Seven years. John, let me ask you a question, and I want you to Go be ahead. honest. I want you to be honest. Is an injured player as good as he was before he was injured? Sometimes. I don't think the other caller saying something about Nick saying that hurt didn't really hurt. I don't think that man's hurt, and you're going to see it when he comes on. And also, I think you're related to Gannon. Oh, Joe Gannon? No, I, yeah, I think Joe is related to Gannon because he sure likes that cat. And I'm just talking about a third. I think Jonathan second. Gannon's pretty solid, man. I don't know that he's great, but he's done a really good job with this defense this year. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. Let's back up a little bit with the Dallas game, third and 30. Then the next game, it was 30 and 28 with the Giants, and he sends four players. Come on, So just Doug. so I understand that a defense ranked in the top five in tons of categories, you're going to boil a season of 17 games down to two plays? Two plays. I'm not doing that, brother. I'm just well, saying. That's what it got, sounded like you're doing. You got to do the right thing at the right, right Let me time. ask you a question, John. Let me ask you a question. You're the head coach of your football team for 47 years. Jonathan Gannon wants to be the defensive coordinator of your high school. Are you saying yes or no? No, but I'll take it over. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> listen, get back with Gannon. I had his brother up my crib around 10 years ago. Okay. Huh. Yeah, I did. We you just saw outside. him. Yeah, we were all outside doing a bird, a burn barrel thing, singing oldies and everything, brother. Oh, wow. son, uh, yeah, Best oldie brother. song, Run Around Sue? <laughs> Gotta be, right? No. Either Run Around Sue or The Wanderer, one or the other. <laughs> one or the other. We Mac the Knife is pretty song, damn good, too. Johnny Be Good. I don't know. I don't count Johnny Be Good as an oldies. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, no, I count that it's as rock same. and roll. Johnny Be Good's rock and roll. What do you think oldies are, man? I think oldies is... You think Run Around Sue's not rock and roll? I think Run Around Sue's less rock and roll. Less rock and it's roll. It's like the same same era. It's yeah, late, but, you know, but, mid to late 50s. But Johnny B. Good's well, got more of an there, edge. Should go, go Buddy Holly. I mean, come <laughs> John, Buddy give me Holly. an answer, man. Something that uh, has a title within a title. I really don't know, man, but Batman? <laughs> All right, man. Batman, fair enough. All right, 215-592-9494. Coming up, a little life advice with the hammer. Here's my first piece of advice of the day. If you run a high school and you're looking to hire a defensive coordinator and Jonathan Gannon wants to be your defense coordinator in high school, hire him. 
Probably he'll probably do better than the average bear. That's my guess. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie from Parks Casino on ninety four WIP. Hey, let me tell you about PI Dental with uh, decades of experience in complex dental treatment. And I've personally been a patient at PI Dental for over twenty years. My mom's been a patient for over thirty years. Doctor Glenn Wolfinger and Doctor Robert Slough. They are phenomenal. Board certified prosthodontists, specialists in the restoration and replacement of teeth. They can really help you out. Originators of the Teeth in a Day, a revolutionary treatment that delivers fixed teeth on the same day as the implants are placed for dramatic transformations in a day. Unbelievable place, great people, incredible what they do. Visit PIDentalCenter.com. That's PIDentalCenter.com to request a complimentary new patient evaluation. There you go. The best oldies. Run around so. John, really, you can't top this one. This is a great song. It's a great song. Johnny B. Good tops this. Johnny B. Good's a better song. Johnny B. Good's not an oldies. That's all I'm saying. It is an old. What what year was this? What year was Johnny B. Good? It's probably the same, like it's, close to the same, yeah, within, within within three to five years of one another. Uh, yeah, probably, but it's not. It's uh, the same era, the same. I mean, that that is technically rock and roll, like the doo-wop it is, style it of is. rock and roll. It's yeah, not four years as apart. Rockin'. Runaround Sue's 1961, Johnny B. Good was 1960. Oh, no, Johnny B. Good was before that. I'm sorry, Johnny B. Good was actually earlier, it looks like. Yeah, it's just a well, that makes it even more impressive. 1958, yeah. So Johnny yeah. B. Good is actually before Runaround 2, three years it, prior. Like a slightly yeah. different, more more edgier uh, well, it's genre. Not, it's not doo-wop. Yeah, correct. Exactly right. Uh, 215-592-9494. Life Advice with the Hammer, this segment. Howard uh, asking at noon today. Question for you guys. So um, there have been reports coming from the New England area. Uh, Patriots, of course, were eliminated on Sunday. They had a chance to win and get in, and you knew they'd probably lose. They were facing the Bills, and they lost. They, they tailed off at the end of the year. There were reports after the season, and I'm sure they've had an annual meeting, but it's got to start getting a little different and, dare I say, uncomfortable. Reports that Robert Kraft wanted to meet with Belichick. Now, let's do a little, because, John, I know you're, you're big into role play. Um, okay. Like, James, help me understand a little Kraft Belichick meeting. Consider this: since Brady's been gone, it's now been three seasons, one playoff appearance, zero playoff wins. By the way, that one playoff game last year, they got absolutely demolished. They've been incredibly average. So it's not like it's the first year after Brady's gone and they were in cap hell and you got to find a quarterback. It's three years later and they're still not getting anywhere off the ground. I mean, it almost looks like the San Antonio Spurs with Pop. After Duncan's gone and Kawhi's gone, it's like, well, we thought you were the best coach, but eh, eh. what happens, guys, when Robert Kraft and, and Bill Belichick meet? Like, what happens? I think they've got to talk about the uh, player acquisition department, like Bill Belichick's role as the he of many hats. You know, hey, Bill, we still – I still have – utmost confidence you know belichick would walk you. away if you're actually saying pull power from belichick I, he, said, I, he says but i would imagine that's what they're they're talking about you, you know the the hey we don't have the pieces that we need to give you the best chance so how do we address this <laughs> oh it's we're going to help you be better seltzer seltzer how far can Kraft push it 
in a meeting with Belichick? I think he goes in and says, Bill, get Matt Patricia the hell off my team. He's nowhere near here ever. Like, yeah. I, or just get him well, on the other side of the ball. Yeah, they're saying yeah. that's a given. Like, the Patricia and I, Joe yeah, Judge won't I, be look, calling plays I, anymore. I think, I think it's – It's got to get a little uncomfortable, though, right, James? Point. I, I still think Belichick is Belichick, and I still think it'll work that way. But, I mean, this is the – it's not just how, how bad they've been the last few years. Like, this team this year was horribly coached. I mean, we all remember the dumbest play in the history of football happened with this Patriots yeah. team. So it's the this like the the stuff that Belichick is in charge of and does first yeah. and foremost is struggling. Well, I'll say this, and we'll get right back to the phones. To me, it's a fascinating topic that's not getting enough tension across the nation. Forget locally across the nation because you know we're focused on the playoff teams and the playoff games up ahead, and we've talked nationally speaking a lot about Demar Hamlin for obvious reasons. But three years in a row, Belichick doing nothing without Brady is not a small story. And um, one more year, I, look, I don't think much is going to change. I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll get rid of Patricia and Judge as far as calling offensive plays. But one more year of getting nothing done with getting your program off the ground, people even up there are going to start squawking. You know, going to start saying he's old. and He you know. is old, too. Like, at a certain point, I mean, those are, those are demanding jobs. They are it's, demanding it's hours jobs. hours and work and all yeah. Like, at a certain point, you just you can't physically does help do an awful lot, to. though, to have the best player of all time. Throughout his prime, which lasts 20 years. You know what I mean? All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, A lot of conversation today about Jalen Hurts, how concerned you are about his injury situation, his status. We know he's going to play, how effective he'll be in the playoffs. Let's talk to Tyrone in Middletown right now. Hi, Tyrone. Hey, good morning, guys. What's up, Tyrone? Good morning, Tyrone. Uh, Joe John and James, favorite guys. That's what's up right now. Listen to the radio show. Uh, Thank you. Um, You're welcome. Um, in the in yeah. the words of Bartle and James, and those two old guys, thirty five years ago, we thank you for your support. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know it's funny speaking about Jim funny to and, me too. Um, it's funny to me too. Well, who was that? AI? Uh, Alan Iverson just wanted to say hi to you right there, Tyrone. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> hey. I wish. Hey, you know, How about you and AI about, just have a conversation back and forth? That'd be good. No, funny, funny story about that. My son was gifted tickets to about 15 home games through his mom when he was about 10 years old. Nice. So I am internally grateful to Alan Iverson behind the fact that my son was sitting down there behind, underneath the basket, seeing all the celebs and watching the games, and I felt that I'm internally grateful for him for that. That's great. And uh, so my my hat's off to the AI. Not only was he a great player, his mom was a great person. She made my son feel like family. Tawana. Yeah. Was, or no, Tawana was, was the wife. The mother was uh, Ann, Ann Iverson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So God bless her and him. But, yeah, um, I'm calling about uh, the Eagles topic, I guess, with, with Jalen. I, yep. I think uh, he, he's right on schedule. You know, when um, whenever you sprain something, I guess, we all have sprained a, either a finger, toe, or something, knee. Uh, what happens, though, you go through a, a what do you call it, a rehabilitation prog- a process where eventually the pain is diminished in degrees, I guess. And I, I, he's probably about 80% pain-free. And I, I hopefully by the time, if, if, we're, if, if we're fortunate enough to make it to the Super Bowl, I think then you'll see the full package of plays for Jalen. But initially, I well, they better do it sooner than that because Tyrone, I think it'll be mighty hard to beat San Francisco if they're not doing the full 
jail in two Look, and a half I, weeks from now. I think it sounds, Joe, like you think they're going to hold back in the divisional round. I don't with know. Jaylen, I, and, and I'm not I, sure. I am not for that. I, I feel like this is the postseason. It's time to unleash Jalen, even in the divisional. I round. hope so. I mean, my point, though, is if they don't, that says something. It says a lot, actually, if they don't. Tyrone, give me a great answer, man. A title within a title. I would say um, all the president's men. All the pre- okay. Does that count? Boy, this gets in a weird territory. Yeah. Because president, I would assume, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All the pre- and it's a great it's a great movie. It really is a great movie. Let's talk to Charlie in Douglasville. Hi, Charlie. Yo. Yo. Hey guys. Hi. Good morning. Um, Joe, I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Have you gotten a proper pair of toenail clippers yet? No. I mean, they're probably somewhere in my apartment, but I don't use them. Forgot all about that. Yeah, you, you still, <laughs> you do not use toenail clippers. No, I, I, I rip them off with my fingernail. My fingers oh my rip off my toenail, oh. the, the occasional bite of the toenail, but mostly it's just oh. my hands. I've forgotten oh. about this. Yeah, I, I'm probably willfully. It's troubling yeah. that, Charlie, you brought this back. So you See, Charlie, I'm very unflexible you in some shamed? ways, but I'm extremely flexible in some oh, ways. Oh, he, he just took his sock and shoe off, and he just put his toes <laughs> in his mouth. I mean, I can I, so quickly how easily I can do it. Yeah, I, that is oh, gross. Not that is to be so proud gross. Of. You've got oh, saliva all over your foot now. Yeah, what are you going to do? I can't believe you just did that. And uh I thought that you would be shamed enough that no. you would try to go with the conventional route. No. Uh, Not my style. Very concerning. Wow. Charlie. All right. Ugh. <laughs> All right, Joe. Halfrey needs your inf- infinite wisdom here. How can they pay a quarterback what they deserve, but also not so much? Or they can't build the team around them? Well, that, uh, listen, I, that's going to take the wisdom of Solomon. Because it only really gets easier when a guy's on his third or fourth big contract and he's willing to take less, as Brady did in Tampa, in New England, and as Dirk did in Dallas. Um, you know, it's really tricky, man. Once a guy's made a ton of money, he can he can swallow that. But prior to that, I mean, come on, let's be real. I'd want to get just about everything I can get from WIP, right? We don't have right. a salary cap, but I mean, if, if you know. Yeah, you want to be a team player, but you also want to set yourself up for the most money for your your life, and it's gonna it's gonna affect who they can keep, and it's really gonna be, it's really, it's really gonna be difficult. Because I would think the will to win. I mean, how much money do you need? I mean, thirty million. Well, here, Charlie, here's the, here's the other problem, and I'm telling you, I don't think this is a non-factor. I'm just gonna be straight up honest. I think pers- I think Hertz's personality is gonna dramatically. Even if he has major success, major playoff success, I think it's going to hurt him on the national front with endorsements. I mean, first off, I look at the Mahomes commercials. I think they stink. I think they're horrible commercials. Now, he gets them. He doesn't get as much as Michael Jordan used to. He doesn't get as much as Aaron Rodgers used to. But the Mahomes commercials stink. He doesn't have a great personality. Hurts' personality, while it's an amazing story, and we know that he's a leader. It's not a, a personality that jumps out at you the way Charles Barkley's personality jumps out at you. So right. I, I think the concept of, well, he can take a little bit less because, you know, he's going to get some enormous deal with TV commercials. I don't know about that either. Okay. You know, I mean, Pey- when Peyton Manning does commercials, 
Peyton Manning has a delivery and a wit that he's very effective at. And I'm not saying Hurts can't. I'm just saying I haven't seen it. So I I think the Eagles are going to be in a spot here, man, where the agent is going to say, give me a lot of money, and it's going to be very tricky. I don't know if I agree with that. I I think Jalen is so focused, yes, that uh, right now he has not really grown into the the off-the-field persona that you will see eventually. You know, he is... He is all about business. But look at AI was just referenced five or ten minutes ago. Peyton and, Manning, and think about Allen's like Allen. Peyton Manning was not like Peyton Manning when he was a second-year player in the NFL. I I, I guess not, but I don't I mean, know. Think Charlie about Brady. We didn't even know Brady had a personality until like a few years ago. Yeah, it I, takes a lot of success for for these guys to really, you know, yeah. let loose. All right, Charlie, give me playing. give me a great answer, man. Something that has a, a title within a title. How about uh, that movie Master and Commander with Russell Crowe? So I view that more yeah, as Commander. No, well, you got two titles. You that's got different, Master yeah. is yeah, like both. Little kids okay, get, okay, you know, okay. Master Joe Ritchie when he's okay, okay, fair. When he's seven, right? Don't you, isn't that the official? You're supposed to sign a, a card, like when you yeah, I yeah. Think so yeah, your son, Master yeah. Master Joe. Yeah. That's unbelievable. <laughs> it really is. Do you guys agree with me? Because I believe this the three or four years we've seen it. The Mahomes commercials are horrible. Well, There's nothing compelling. I like the jazz bath one. I think that's funny. Jazz bath. What is that? I don't I don't remember he's this. He's in one. the training room, and he's throwing bath bombs into a, a, one of the whirlpools. Oh, I don't remember this The guy this comes one. out with a saxophone, and he's like, are you ready for your jazz bath? It's like, no, no, no. Cut it. No. Doesn't ring a bell. Seltzer, Mahomes? Yeah, they're not great. I, I don't. I, they none stink. None of them stick out to me. They flat out stink is what they do. All right, I'll, I'll give you a little advice before the advice. If you're going to make a commercial and be a big national endorser, make it a good commercial. Let's get to a little bit more extensive, a little life advice with the hammer. And I'll say this, no commercial of an athlete was ever worse. And I think you guys will agree with me. It only lasted one year, and it was only local. But that commercial Carson Wentz had, it was either in 2019 or 2020, where he was, I think they filmed it inside the Eagles practice facility. Remember, guys? And he was like... I don't remember what it was about. It was like... a. He couldn't have been more of a bigger dork. Yeah, I have vague memories of this. Wasn't he, like, almost dancing a little bit or something? It was pathetic. Anyway. All right, James, what does someone need help with today? I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. Good, good, because they're going to need it, uh, okay. it sounds like. And and I think this is one it's a specific. By the way, I need help myself because I. this is one of those i got to go to the bathroom, and I'm just trying to gut through the segment. I'm going to step ahead. away for a moment. Uh, literally, literally go to the yes. bathroom. Let's just say literally you guys might. Literally gut through the segment. You guys, you guys might be starting the interview with asking by yourself at the top of the hour. I'll just, I'm just, I'm just, wrong with you? I'm forewarning you. I had a I'm hearty sure problem. As an adult, you should have that. more control of this. It's, it's, it, you like where you can just nah, it's, will it. Had like, a hard, 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 will it to stay where it is. Um, well, I'm not going to talk about it in that sense. But, James, what does someone need help with today? Yeah, it's definitely not that specific situation. I do think it, 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 I'll just say it has changed from what it was to what it is now. Oh, God. And it's no longer it. It's two more letters. <laughs> oh, man. 
Go ahead, James. I'll tough it out for a few more, buddy. <laughs> uh, all right. So I think this, this is a specific situation, but I think it can help a lot of people in similar situations yeah. with their children. Uh, so Big D tweets in and asks, uh, he says, Hammer. This guy really goes by Big D. Yeah, on Twitter. Me? I swear to God, on Twitter. Um, no, yeah. I, yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure others have, have thought otherwise through the years, but go ahead. <laughs> all right. Uh, Hammer. Yeah. Last night, one of my four teenage kids didn't fully shut the shower curtain, which led to a minor flood in the kitchen below. This is the fourth time it's happened in 18 months. 14 years old, you said? He said one of his four teenage kids. Four teenagers. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so this is the yep. fourth time it's happened in yep. 18 months. I flipped out on them in every way possible, but it keeps happening. How can I stop this from happening again? So a, a general parenting question, I think, can help in a lot of situations like this. Wow. Well, I think discipline is in order. I mean, because you get to the point where it's actually causing damage, which causes money, which causes time and energy and effort and moolah. Um, got to be disciplined. I don't know what this guy, you know, what this kid's into, but it's. I think it's a take away something time. I don't know if it's take away TV, take away the video game. Um, you know, you're not seeing your friends this weekend. It's time for something. Because if it's if he's the specific culprit four different times, meaning not the other kids involved, but he specifically has done this four times. Well, it seems like, we don't know, actually. Okay, but I'll just say this. If it's him four times, I'm taking something away that's, you know, of importance to him to make him learn the life lesson that there are consequences. So, I mean, that's what I Look, you could go that route. The other route you could go is you could, in the in the months up ahead here, you know, there's going to be obviously some some snowstorms in all likelihood, and maybe get him to shovel some driveways in the area, and and maybe he makes you know twenty, thirty, forty bucks, and you say you're applying that, yeah. you're applying that to the cost of the damage here. You know, maybe the kid's not paying the whole cost, but you know, you're 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 paying some cost. I mean, let I would have the kid understand there are consequences to actions, and we need you to do better. Doesn't mean we don't love you, um, but enough is enough that's how i would handle it. i think that's good you, the, i'm actually you, shocked you Not hold that, the kid Jeff. responsible i do think the kid if you put the money if you factor money in hey you have to work this off yeah that is it's it's harsh but it does teach a life yeah. life lesson i also think you can use the team concept in your favor you could say hey i'm i'm not sure exactly if it's been the same kid we we don't know that right but moving forward if this happens again, you will all be held Ooh, accountable. Then they're looking out for so, each other, helping yeah, each other out. Yeah, they'll be policing like one another. They'll be staying on top of their brothers and sisters. Hey, get that shower curtain in there because I don't want to get punished for your stupidity. Then you only really need one good kid in that case because that yeah, guy can be the one Yeah, it helps you. Yeah, it adds see, to I your like numbers. That. I don't know. That's I, I mean, maybe. That can get a little unfair. And that was the theory of the Dirty Dozen. That's Lee Marvin's strategy with the Dirty Dozen. Try to get them to, to do good for each other. Anyway, I did a great job today, and I uh, <laughs> applaud myself. Life advice with a hammer. All right, oh, back man. to the phones I, we I go. I was not expecting. Uh, I was expecting worse. So. All right, thank you, sir. Let's talk to. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's a thank you. The name here is is Ms. Red Zone. Uh, James, you might have to take care of that back in the studio because our system's down right now. Let's talk to the Red Zone in Delaware. Hi, Red Zone. Good morning. Good morning, fellas. Hi, Ms. Red Zone. Um. To speak on the game, or last week's game, rather, um, I think the Giants um, held back. Um, in other words, as the same thing as the Eagles did 
uh, last week. Well, the Giants, of course, held back. They didn't play, you know, some of their key players. But did, did you notice that the, their secondary on the defensive side played better than the first first string? I did not notice it, no. Yeah. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying I didn't notice it. Yeah, their secondary actually played better. But one thing I find well, they, with the Eagles. They were active, and, and they were sending members of the secondary on, on blitzes that were getting home. So that, that helped their cause. You know, with a, a Jalen who's fearful of, of, you know, getting hit, uh, exactly. they, they, they felt like he was a sitting duck back there, and so they just kept doing it, and that helped the secondary because they had to cover for less time. Right. Second thing is um, I'm actually glad they did let him play last week. And the reason why I say that, because with him sitting now with three weeks, he's going to be rusty. So Well, yeah, that's the Bryce Harper theory. You know, when Bryce came back, I mean, let's be real, he stunk. Mm-hmm. In September, he stunk. He batted like 220 or something. But right. when October came around, the September experience obviously helped him, and he got into a groove, and he stayed into a groove, and, and that's very critical. Yeah, so it's going to be, um, I guess, pretty interesting to see exactly what they do. Um, only thing is, in which I come to find, since um, week four, since, I'm, I'm sorry, since week, um, I believe that was seven or eight when they played the Texans, when they, when they get to a level as to where they actually have the points where they have um, a wide spread between the, the opponents, what I come to find is they actually give them the opportunity to get back into the game because that game last week with the Giants, they gave them the opportunity to get back in. And that last few seconds. Well, they did at the end. They didn't want to, but they, they messed up by not scoring, and, you know, it got leaky at the end. All right, give me a great answer here. Something with a, a title within a title. Uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz has already been said. Give me something else. Thelma uh, and Louise. Thelma and Louise, two names, but not a title. All right, James, what do you got back there? Uh, So something we had talked about, uh, where they would hold it, uh, the official announcement. If the Buffalo Bills and the Kansas City Chiefs play in the AFC Championship game, the game will be held in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, January 29th at 6.30 p.m. So that's interesting to know that it is the 6.30 game, so we know that uh, if the Eagles do make it to the NFC Championship game, they'll be the early game on that Sunday because it's usually 3 and then 6.30 for those two games. Yeah, and that helps, actually, San Fran's coming across the country. Well, it's not that big a deal. No, but it doesn't hurt. doesn't hurt. Helps, it helps a little bit. Try to, But it helps more when, it, when an, uh, a West Coast team comes here and plays a 1 o'clock game because then it's like they're playing at 10 in the morning, and that can mess them up a little bit. Yeah, that means you're getting up at 5. Yeah. All right, Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie from Parks Casino. We'll talk to the King. Howard asking next. Joe to Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP.